Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single family homes all the way up to 600 plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. If you're, you're new to the program, Lifestyles Unlimited was founded over 30 years ago as an education and mentoring group to help you become a successful real estate investor. I uh, climbed on board that train about almost 10 years ago, back in March of 2012, come, I guess, nine and a half or so. Uh, best best decision I ever made. I knew nothing about real estate investing at the time. And when we became members, we we, we went through a lot of the education, my wife and I uh, being the we, and, and decided to go down the, the single family track. So we started buying single family houses. And of late, we, in the last year or so, have started to shift into the multifamily space. And the reason we, we, we went down this path, I'll just tell you very briefly here, uh, there's just so many opportunities to make money in real estate investing, to really build your future and create that financial freedom uh, that, I, that I opened the show with. And there's there's one of those ways that we make money that I, that I want to really focus on today. And it's not so much about making money as it is about keeping what we have made, whether that's through real estate, uh, maybe you're a very high earner and you're tired of paying those very high income taxes every year. Well, you may have some options. Now, if you're totally new to the concept of real estate investing, one of the things, like I said, I love about it is just the, the opportunity, the, the ways that we make money. And if I'm thinking about single family, there are five ways. There, there's the cash flow. And this is what we probably talk about more than anything on the radio show because it's the cash flow 
the passive income that you build up that really is what allows you to then retire, to become financially free, and then become real estate retired. Quit that job if, if you so choose. Very, very important. But aside from that, we have equity capture. Basically, we're buying right, buying at a discount. You do make your money when you buy, and we capture equity through that process, and that can be many thousands of dollars of, of equity buffer, essentially. And then as we go through the process of, of, of retaining and holding that single family house or those, those apartment communities, we have our residents paying that rent every month. That's what gives us that cash flow. But as part of that rent, we're then paying the mortgage. And as part of that mortgage payment, besides the interest, we're paying down the principal. And that is equity buildup. And on any given house, that might be 150 maybe $200 a month, say 2400 a year. If you had 10 houses, that's 24,000 bucks in wealth that you're building passively, quietly in the background every year. It's not no, nothing to be sneezed at. And then finally, of course, there's appreciation, which, boy, did a show last week on inflation, which is helping to push appreciation up for our single family and multifamily. Uh, of course, rents as well, which are a big driver of appreciation in multifamily. And, and in particular, something called forced appreciation. That's not anything we have with our single family houses, but both appreciation and forced appreciation are just one more way that we make our money in real estate investing. That leaves the last one. And this again is not so much about making money, but it's about keeping what we have made. And those are the tax advantages. And I know we've talked recently on some shows about things like the 1031 exchange, uh, which is a way to defer capital gains taxes when you sell one of your income properties by rolling then that gain into another property, two, three, however many you can. You basically defer that payment until the, maybe when you finally sell one of those next properties, or maybe you do the 1031 again, you can defer, 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 maybe die and leave those to your, to your heirs. Big, big, big way to defer taxes and, and again, keep what, you, keep what you've made. Aside from the 1031 exchange, you'll hear us talk a lot about the fact that we have low or even no taxes on that very cash flow that I talked about when you're doing this right. And, and, and that in particular is due to uh, something called depreciation. Depreciation is just a, a paper expense that the IRS allows me to take on either my, on my single family houses as well as on our uh, multifamily communities. And it's basically recognizing the fact that those properties do decline. They, they, they do wear over time. That's effectively what depreciation is. But it is a, a paper expense. But it's very, very important because that will often put me in a what seems to be a loss-making position on paper. And well, I'm going to make losses. I'm not paying taxes, am I? And again, that applies both to the cash flow on our single family rental houses, but boy, even better when you get to apartments, there's something called cost segregation. I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more later in the show, just, just very briefly, because cost segregation feeds a beast called accelerated depreciation. So depreciation for a house, 27 and a half years, maybe you depreciate some of the components a little bit differently, but boy, when you do that accelerated depreciation on a multi, multi-million dollar asset, like an apartment community, boy, you can really pull forward those paper losses early in a project. Now again, I, I want to underscore, <laughs> we are cash flow positive. You know, the deal doesn't cash flow, we don't want to do the deal, but these are paper losses that help us uh, protect those that cash flow and essentially defer the taxes. Now, the main focus for me today is it, it, it's not just using those very losses then to protect the cash flow. 
But more importantly, there's a, another benefit that you may not know about from, from the tax perspective when it comes to real estate, uh, real estate investing. And it's using those passive losses to do two things. Number one, you can use passive losses to offset passive gains, pretty straightforward. But I think maybe more importantly, we'll talk about how you set this up, but you can use those passive losses as well to then reduce your earned income as well, sort of up to a point, <laughs> maybe beyond. Uh, it, de it depends on how involved you are. And that's that's what we're going to get into today. And, and as we go through today's show, I, I have to I have to say this now and I have to rem remind you, I, I am not a CPA. I am not a certified public accountant or an enrolled agent. They can do your taxes for you as well. That, those are people you want to talk to about more detail on this concept, but it's very, very important to understand. And we're going to approach this from two perspectives, the less involved and the more involved and how you can help offset that high earned income and keep more of your money. So stick around. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and if you've got any questions for me, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, that is askandy at luinc.com. And we're, we're going to talk today through the balance of the show about taxes and, and, and saving on taxes and losses and how you can use those losses from real estate, from a passive investment to really to then reduce or, or, or deduct from your earned income and pay less in taxes. 
And by the way, that email one more time, askandy at com. I did a show a couple weeks ago where it's kind of a grab bag. We hit a number of topics, things I'd heard from you in email or, or, or picked up on other forums or, or maybe just from, from talking to people out and about. And somebody had asked in particular about protesting property taxes after the deadline. The deadline in Texas is, is, is typically either May 15th or 30 days after you receive that notification of value change from the appraisal district. Okay, so keep that in mind. If they didn't change it, they may not send you a mailer, by the way. So keep an eye on the uh, uh, CAD uh, tax rolls there. Uh, but I did get an email uh, relating to that. It's an interesting story. Uh, the gentleman, he had done a 1031 exchange. We just talked about that. Had had sold an income-producing property and uh, deferred the taxes on those capital gains. And, and there's some sundry other bits and pieces that go into that as well. And rolled those into at least another property. He didn't give me a lot of details there. But here's the interesting part. He closed on that property on the deadline for filing your protest on that property tax in whatever county that was. He did not tell me the county. Unfortunately, if you've ever gone through this process, you'll know that sometimes you close in the morning and your counterparty closes in the morning and everything goes fast and the title company funds the, the, or the, the lender funds the loan that same day. And possession of that property really occurs at a time of funding, not just when you sign the documents at, at, at the closing table. Well, this gentleman, he closed and he went to file his protest, but the funding did not occur till a day later. So now he's in the unfortunate situation where he could not protest on that new property. But the good news is, and this is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, is that there is kind of a back door. If you have closed on a property after the, the May 15th or what, whatever that deadline is for your county, there are certain circumstances where you can, in fact, continue to protest. So he, he was just following up on that. I gave him some pointers. And, and, and if you wanted to catch that show, you can go to lifestylesunlimited.com, click on the radio tab. Um, it was at the tail end of, of the, show, again, the grab bag show there. But that ties, I think, into our, our topic today around taxes. And, and more importantly, if you do have any questions, just give me a shout. Again, that's askandy at luinc.com. Again, I'm not a CPA, but the, this is something I've been doing for nine and a half years, at least for my own business. And some of the, the, the passive losses that we're going to talk about today, I've enjoyed the fruits of that as well, to a point. So I, I want to take a step back. And before we get into the passive loss side of thing, I want to I tell you about my mom. And, you know, today she's passed on, as has my dad. But today's conversation is, is, is one that, you know... I, I would have liked to have shared with her, not not just about passive losses, but, you know, my mom, she, she stayed at home. She was more or less a stay-at-home mom with, you know, to me and to my younger sister, my dad. You know, we, we grew up here in, in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area over by Fort Worth, and he, he worked for the, the local electric company here in the area uh, in, in IT. You know, we, we were not poor. We, we, we were not rich either. We were somewhere kind of in the middle there, squarely in the middle. And, you know, when we needed extra cash... My, my mom, she'd go out and she'd get a, a job through, through one of those uh, temporary services. And she'd work for a few weeks or she'd work for a few months. You know, may, maybe we're saving to go on that summer vacation to Colorado. We, we went up to the Great Sand Dunes National Park all the time, camped. Maybe it was buying a new car, getting, getting the down payment or whatever. But I wish I knew then what, what I know now. And, and imagine this put in your head, eight-year-old Andy. <laughs> Telling his mom about real estate investing. And I would explain to her, you know, she bought a single family house. Maybe go to that temporary job, get those funds, and buy a single family house instead and, and manage that. 
and, and, and keep collecting that cash flow and roll that into the next one, maybe get to two or three or four, what would her time look like then? Less time, or, or no time really, spent going to that occasional temporary job. That, that, that cash flow would have been great for us as a family. And then the question becomes, would that have made her into what is known as a real estate professional? That's where we're going to go with the balance of the show. Would she have been a real estate professional by virtue of taking down one, two, three, maybe four single family houses and, and managing those, leasing those up, doing all the things that go into handling a property like that? Maybe. The answer is maybe. What, so the question then becomes, what, what does it take to be considered a real estate professional? And here, of course, I'm, I'm thinking about the IRS now. Um, this is a designation that they have. And how does that designation then help you with those very passive losses that we were talking about? Here again, my mom was not working, you know, for, on occasion, bumping around here and there as needed. Uh, great for us kids. Great, great for us kids. My dad, on the other hand, was working all the time. Working all the time. Commuting from, we were near Fort Worth, all the way over to Dallas, where the electric company was. Working all the time. Making a decent salary. You know, we, we were renters until I was in early high school before they finally bought their first house. Now, if he had been a high earner, if he had been a doctor or, or I don't know, a lawyer, somebody that's really bringing down a lot of cash and paying a lot of taxes at the very tippity top of the tax bracket, may, maybe that's you. And, and give this some thought. If you're in a situation where there are two of you, Maybe one works, maybe you both work, maybe one is higher paid and, and the other lesser paid, essentially like my mom and, and, and my dad were. Do, do you perhaps have somebody that maybe has the time or could reallocate some of the time to become that real estate professional in, in your family? Okay, why? Well, I think before we get into the finer details about becoming or, or, or qualifying for that real estate professional designation. I want to talk just briefly about passive income versus active income. And you have to understand these two sides of the equation, for lack of a better term, because you also then have to think about the loss side. So let's define active income. First of all, that's, that's, that's what you're doing when you go in every day to, that's what my dad was doing. Earned income is active income, going in and working. He's active. He's, he's doing something to, to earn that, that income. That's, that's what you get from your job. If you're working for commissions, that is, that is considered active income. If you're out there uh, serving, you know, working in a restaurant, earning tips, that is considered active income. If you're freelance or, or doing consulting work, self-employed, active income. Okay, that's the earned income that I'm talking about, especially for you high earners. If, again, you're a doctor, a lawyer, bringing in several hundred thousand dollars, maybe more, that you're paying massive taxes on. That's, that's the income that we want to try to reduce uh, and protect to get you maybe into a lower tax bracket. Now, passive income, by comparison, I've just noted two categories here. Maybe that's a business that, that you own, perhaps, but don't materially participate in. Maybe you've invested passively in, oh, I don't know, the craft breweries are popping up all over the place. They're, they're doing PPMs. Maybe you've invested passively there into that business. That's passive. What else is passive? Residential rental real estate. Okay, so that's the definition of active versus passive. Let's get into the losses when we come back from the break. 
how those can help you save taxes on that earned income. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Austin's Talk, 1370. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. I think the announcer said it just there, creating passive income. Again, that's what we are doing as real estate investors. And... We create passive income, and sometimes in the eyes of the IRS, we actually create passive losses. We talked about that in the very first segment, how that how that could occur, and, and, and most commonly, that's because of depreciation. And again, I'll take depreciation on a house I buy for the, the land itself. That doesn't, that doesn't depreciate, but the sticks and bricks, right, everything above ground, uh, I can depreciate over 27 and a half years. In fact, there are components in there that are even faster. The carpet, five years. The fence, I don't know, five years. The AC, 10 years. I don't, this is where your accountant comes into play. And again, I am not a CPA, so you'll want to have a conversation with your CPA how best to use passive losses to offset earned income, especially when it be- becomes time to get into that real estate professional designation. There, there, there are some nuances there that you will absolutely want to understand, and they will be best equipped to explain that to you, especially in, in the context of your your situation. Now, in the prior segment, I, I told you a little bit about my mom, and unfortunately, everything I know today, I, I didn't know back then. They, they were not real estate investors. Everything I know today, I, I know from joining Lifestyles Unlimited and, and going to as many of the, the educational courses as I could. In fact, the, the two-day financial freedom seminar, that, that's kind of the big thing where you really start to learn about single-family investing and apartment investing. There's, it's basically two days. Uh, eight hours on day one devoted to the single family, eight hour, hours on day two devoted to multifamily. I try to go to these for, from time to time. I've signed up again. Uh, I, I'm going to, to one here in the Dallas area in, in mid-November. Uh, very excited about that. Presented here by, by David Fisher. And uh, it's just another opportunity to learn. Yes, nine and a half years later, I still learn when I go to these things. So that's why I continue to go to these things. Plus, I get to meet a lot of, a lot of great people. So... If you are in Dallas-Fort Worth, we do have that coming up, uh, that Financial Freedom Seminar, that two-day uh, here in in uh, just about a month, mid, uh, mid-November. mid I think it's the 13th or the 14th, Saturday and Sunday. Of course, we're also doing that online now, which is great. So if you're not comfortable getting out yet with, with COVID and everything else, um, you can do those from the comfort of your home, either on Saturday and Sunday, or we actually offer it as a four-day now in, in, in the evenings, which for you know a lot of people with maybe small kids, that, that's uh, a little bit more amenable to your to your schedule. If you're not sure, hey, I don't know, I, what, what is Lifestyles Unlimited? I would, I would direct you to a totally different place. I would tell you, go to our free workshop first. And, and that's how my wife and I got, got aboard in the first place. 
After listening to the radio program, we went to one of the free workshops just to hear a little bit more in detail about the, the ways we make money in real estate and, and to get into some, some, some light case studies on, on the numbers around single family and multifamily. And if you want to learn more about that, go to freeworkshoplivestream.com. That's all written together, freeworkshoplivestream.com. That's also done virtually. Uh, so you can do that from the comfort of your home. In the evening, over lunch, uh, you can check out the, the sundry dates that are coming up. But if you want to learn more, that's a great place to start. If you want to get more into the details, that's that two-day financial freedom seminar because, boy, you'll come away from day one just wanting to wanting to hit those home runs and become the, the, the star single-family investor, and you, and you will be equipped to do that. But then you're going to go back to day two, and you're going to come away saying, forget single family. I want to be a multi, apartments is the way to go. And when apartments is the way to go, you have even more choices to make. Do you want to be a, a passive investor, which my wife and I have started doing? Do you want to become an independent owner? Just take down your own community. Or do you want to be a lead, uh, a syndicator, the, the guy or gal that puts that deal together and brings the passives together to share in the wealth? That's the project manager, essentially. So lots of lots of roads to to Rome when it comes to multifamily, of course. And if you've caught any of my recent shows as we've been traveling in the RV, I've had the opportunity to, to meet with and, and talk with some of the investors that are investing in, and leading deals in other in other parts of the country, like Indiana, like Mississippi, like uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So opportunity is very much uh, national uh, at this point. So doesn't matter where you sit. You've got you've got a lot of opportunity out there. Now, back to our, our, our main idea, our main topic today, which is taking advantage of the tax code to shield or protect some of your earned income with real estate, rental real estate, with those passive losses. And uh, just to throw the email out there one more time, if you have any questions, it's askandy at luinc.com. So we defined in the prior segment, what is active income or earned income? Sometimes you'll hear, hear us refer to that as W-2 income. The W-2 is what you get at the end of the year that shows your wages, your salary, based upon which then they're going to impart and determine your, your tax burden. And then passive income. And the big focus here for me, of course, is the passive income from residential rental real estate houses or, or apartments. Now, what do you do if you have losses? in your rental real estate. Can you use those to your advantage? Yeah, absolutely you can. Now, if you missed the earlier part of the show and you're hearing me talk about investing in real estate right now, and you're hearing me talk about making losses on that real estate, don't, <laughs> don't get nervous because a big piece of the tax code that allows us to make losses on paper while we're still cash flow positive and, and running a profitable business is, is depreciation. So it's a paper loss. So you made a paper loss you have a loss on your tax statement, can you use those to your advantage? Now, the bad news, yes, there's a little bit of bad news here, is that the pa passive losses generally can only be used to offset passive income or passive gains, generally. But there's an exception. If you materially participate in that passive activity, then you can actually use those losses against active or earned earned income. All right, and that's where I want to get us to with the the, the balance of the show. Now, what it, you, you're probably asking yourself, okay, we're talking about passive income, but now you're talking about material participation. Those seem to be at odds with each other. What what exactly is material participation? 
Well, they have generally the the IRS. They've got all manner of tests when when it comes to making decisions on things like this or or any number of things that you'll have in your tax return. But to determine materiality in this case, they've they've got what they call a 500-hour test. And you need to be involved about 500 hours in that in that business in some capacity to achieve that material participation. Now, if you think about it, first blush, 500, boy, that sounds like a 500 hours. Oh, that sounds like a lot. That's just under 10 hours per week. And, and, and that, can in, that can include things that, I, that I'm doing innately all the time anyhow. When I go to this two-day financial freedom seminar, I'll be spending 16 hours right there over the course of two two days, probably more with the networking I'll do over lunch, and I'll probably network after, you know, hopefully happy hour, something like that. So that networking component, that is part of the business for me. That's how I've picked up leads in the past. That's how I've, I've learned about those great passive investments to get into on the multifamily side. So the networking component, the education component, going to those classes, education is very pivotal to what we do as real estate investors. There's the relationship side of the game, which is the networking, and then there's the education side, which you can get at Lifestyles Unlimited. That's, that, that, that's going to contribute massively to that, quote, material participation. Self, if, you, if you choose to self-manage your, your properties, which my wife and I do, bam, we're, we're, we're there pretty easily, right? Do a little bit of checkbook balancing end of the month. Check from time to time that the rents have rolled in, that ACH transfer has hit. A little bit goes into that. Now, I do my own leasing. Didn't do much this year. Had four properties roll over. If you're doing that, that counts towards that 500-hour test. Find, just finding and analyzing properties, that's absolutely something that I'm involved with. Analyzing, are the numbers where I want them? Do they meet my investment criteria? The time you take to sit down and define that and, and revise, let's say, that investment criteria to define your business plan to set goals which you should be thinking about now already for 2022 and of course during the ongoing operations we talked about leasing but you know organizing contractors perhaps getting quotes or approving repair everything you're doing you, you, it's very passive it's, it's very hands-off that's why I was able to travel for four weeks in the RV bunker to the East Coast and and back again without having to worry about being here doing things there's a little bit here a little bit there perhaps more than anything just looking at those deals those next investments that I wanted to get into but you'll find that you hit that you could qualify pretty quickly so what happens once you're materially participating how do you use those losses we'll get into that Austin's talk 1370. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, and we're working our way towards the, I guess, the climax here, which is using those passive losses that you have on paper in the eyes of the IRS with your rental real estate, be it single-family houses or, or multifamily communities that you're invested in, whether by yourself as an independent rental owner or as a passive investor in a syndicated deal. And how are we going to take those losses now? And use those to 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 offset some of our earned some maybe maybe all of our, our earned income. Now there are kind of two levels here that we're going to get into. So we we define the fact that you you do need to be what they call materially materially involved in the business. Five hundred hours. That's ten hours a week. I feel a lot of that myself personally, just in, in going to educational and and networking events, doing a little bit of accounting perhaps, and and looking at 
looking at new investments, especially now that we've shifted in, in, in from, from single family to, to looking at multifamily. Um, I'm reviewing those those possible passive investments uh, quite a bit. So we, we definitely, you're going to spend far less than the 10 hours a week, but, but, but you'll qualify for that fairly easily, I would say. And once you have... Now you've got that that paper loss, and you can you can take what's called a passive activity loss. Now there's a limitation, and my wife and I experienced this very early on. The first year that we joined Lifestyles Unlimited, we bought our first two rental houses, and, and we followed the Lifestyles model. We bought houses that needed quite a bit of work. We bought these August and September, so towards the end of the year. So you know, month or month or two in, in renovations on the first one, month or two in renovations on on the second one. You you can see where I'm going. Most of the year has burned up by then, uh, and we had significant cash outflow to renovate those. I think the first rehab was 30k. The the second one was 25. Uh, lower back then. Those those numbers have changed a little bit these days, but it depends on the deal, of course. But big point is we didn't have a lot of income because we didn't get them rent until the end of the year once the project was done, the renovations. But we had a lot of cash outflow, so we had some pretty significant losses. Were we able to use all of those losses in that year to offset, because we were both working at the time, to offset our earned income? No. No, we couldn't. When we're talking about this level of passive activity loss, you can deduct up to $25,000 in losses. And there are limitations here, too. You can take that full twenty five k deduction up to a cap, a max of $100,000 in terms of modified adjusted gross income. Again, this is where you want to talk with your CPA to get into the finer details. So if you as a family are earning 100K or less, you can take up to the full $25,000 in losses if you've made that many. Then from 100,000 to 150,000 in adjusted gross income, those, those losses start to phase out. If you're earning 125K, you're going to be able to use 12,500 in losses. What happens if you were right at 25,000 in losses? What happens to the rest? Well, you don't lose them. You roll those forward and your CPA will, will track those with you. And you roll those forward until you can use those. Again, typically passive losses can be used to offset passive income or passive gains. What we're talking about here is, is a carve out that the IRS has given us to deduct up to $25,000 in losses, passive activity losses. Again, that's if we're participating, you know, in their eyes, they're saying at about 500 hours per year. Now, I mentioned in the first segment something called a cost segregation study. This is not really anything you'll hear investors doing on single family houses. I, su I suppose you could, but it's kind of expensive. Uh, typically, you're going to see these uh, being performed on apartments. Why? Well, we're getting into a deal that is an investment that is a couple hundred apartment units, multiple, multiple buildings. Think about all the air conditioners, all the water heaters, all the, all the carpet or vinyl plank in those things, all the appliances. So somebody's going to go in and do a study a cost segregation study, they're going to split out all of those components because all of those components depreciate at different speeds. The building itself, 27 and a half years. All that carpet across 200 units, five years. I don't know off the top of my head what it is for a water heater, let's say 10, air conditioner, let's say 10. So they're going to go through and you're going to be able to speed up. You're going to be able to accelerate the depreciation on on that on that property rather than taking everything across 27 and a half years you're going to be, be able to accelerate that and what does that mean it means you're going to take a much higher very much considerable loss up front over the the life cycle of that that project on paper again you may be getting into a yield play that is cash flowing from day one put money into your pocket from day one you're still going to be able to take a paper loss in the eyes of the irs thanks to depreciation and in particular thanks to accelerated depreciation. Why do we want to do that? 
Well, typically we're not holding these apartment communities for 27 and a half years. I don't want to wait 27 and a half years to take advantage of the tax code that allows me to take depreciation and offset my cash flow and protect my income. We may be holding that community for three years, five years. Some of the smaller, smaller communities that I see lead investors at Lifestyles Unlimited get into and get back out of, they're in there for a year, year and a half, maybe two. Smaller communities turn faster. They create that value faster so they can get out of it faster, which is good for me, good for you. Turn that velocity of money, very important. But we do that cost segregation. We have that accelerated depreciation and our losses on paper could well, they could be well above that $25,000 loss. So now you're sitting there thinking, great, so I, nah, I got to track that <laughs> ad nauseum to the end of time to where I can use all of that. No, there is another option here. You can become what is called a real estate professional. There's a designation that the IRS has. And thinking back to my mom, right, we've got a mom and a dad, two people, two-head household, one working, earning, working full-time. Not, not a high earner in this case, but maybe you are, or maybe your spouse is. And maybe one or the other has the time or can commit the time to become this real estate professional. Because when you are a real estate professional, that $25,000 limit on passive losses that you can use to, to offset your earned income, that goes away. You can use as much of that loss as you need to. So just by way of example, may, maybe you or your spouse are earning $200,000 in, in wages or salary per year, $200,000 in earned income. You decide to become that real estate professional. You get into some passive multifamily deals. You have $100,000 in losses, passive losses. Well, you're that real estate professional. Now you can use that 100 k in losses to offset a portion of your spouse's income. So instead of paying taxes on $200,000, you've cut it in half. You're now just at $100,000 in income. And hey, what are they wanting to do up there on Capitol Hill? They're wanting to take up the tax brackets. They're wanting, to, oh yeah, capped at $400,000. We'll see what shakes out but you need to start to make plans on how you can protect your earned income if you do have a, a high earner in the family. Now for us, my wife and I, we were not high earners, but we sure did enjoy that $25,000 loss that, that year. And we've continued to enjoy that as we've continued to buy and rehab and renovate houses. And now that we're getting into multifamily, we're gonna see that multiply times 10 times 100. I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens. What does it take? to become a real estate professional. Well, we already heard for the passive activity loss 500 hours. In this case, you have to have over 750 hours in the business, real estate business, and that has to be the majority of what you're doing. Again, to put that into perspective, 750 hours, not a lot. It's under 15 a week. The big thing, and I've talked through this with a couple of CPAs to understand what is needed to qualify aside from the hours is it's, it's, it's tracking. How organized are you? So if you're a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home dad, like my mom was, this would have been perfect for her. She was very organized. My one CPA I talked to said, just get a notebook, and as you go through your day or your week, jot down the times. What did you do, with whom, for how long? Just a simple paper document. Again, talk with your CPA. They may, may have the latest and greatest. Maybe the IRS has decided they need to approach this from a different perspective, but the important thing here is gonna be tracking that time. And again, does going to educational events like the Lifestyles Unlimited two-day financial freedom seminar count? I would say so. Ask your CPA. What about attending the, oh, this is a good one, the Wealth and Passive Income Expo. Boy, I just went to the one here a couple months ago in Irving over the course of multiple days. 
This is a little later in the year just due to the pandemic. Well, we're getting back into our normal cycle, which is the, the start of the year in the springtime. So if you're thinking about this or you're thinking about becoming a real estate investor or you're thinking about just learning more about Lifestyles Unlimited, Wealth and Passive Income Expo, boy, we're going to be doing that. Let me grab my notes here. March 17th through 19th of 2022 coming up here in just about six months. That's going to be down in Houston, Texas. Again, March 17th and 19th. If you want to learn more about that, go to Lifestyles Unlimited Expo 2022.com. Again, that's all written together. Lifestyles Unlimited Expo 2022.com. Great event. You've got several days. Hey, can that go towards your 750? I would think it could. So everything we're doing here at Lifestyles Unlimited is working to educate you, to take you in the right direction, to become a real estate investor, and then to continue to improve. And, you know, again, like I said at the opening of the show, I love the variety of ways that we make money with our real estate and today we've just focused on one of those and really that's not about making money it's about keeping that money in your pocket whether you're doing this full-time as a fully passive investor if you've got somebody with you in the household that's a high earner or an earner at all great way to offset their income and save on taxes now from the files of Del Wamsley. 20% of the activities you do in life produce 80% of your results that's his efficiency ratio now, it's obvious in life, if you can do more of the 20% that makes a difference and less of the 80% that doesn't, you can be more successful. So it's that line. Here is the line. You live, let's say there's a line where you are exactly an 80-20 person. Successful people are more like 30-70. Unsuccessful people are more like 90-10. What I mean by that is the people who are unsuccessful spend 90% of their time doing stuff that means nothing and only 10% of the time doing something that's effective. Very successful people spend 30% of their time doing something effective and only 70% of their time doing something ineffective. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.